those questions are amazing to get you in the right mindset of, hey, you have control over your life. You have control over what you want in life. You don't have control of how people perceive you, but you have control over the brand, per se, that you want people to see. And so how are you going to live it? What are you going to do? I'm super, 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 super excited to announce that I am launching a Facebook group and I am going to have a place where I can actually connect and talk with you. So if you're listening to this right now, I would definitely log on to Facebook and search the new mom doc on there. Links will be in the description. Go ahead and add yourself to that. And um, I cannot wait to start talking to you. Welcome to the New Mom Doc Podcast, where we dive headfirst into the beautiful chaos of motherhood. I'm Dr. Kaylin Galloway, your host and fellow new mom. Join me as we navigate the sleepless nights, endless diapers, and the roller coasters of emotions that come with this crazy journey. In each episode, we'll tackle the real struggles of pregnancy, postpartum, and everything in between. I'll share practical tips heartfelt stories, and expert insights to help you thrive in this new chapter of life. With a mix of humor, empathy, and evidence-based advice, we'll explore ways to prioritize your mental health and find joy amidst the chaos. So grab your cup of coffee, put on your headphones, and get ready to embrace the adventures of motherhood. As a naturopathic physician, I aim to embrace the principle of docere, which is Latin for to teach, which is my exact desire for this podcast is to teach you more about your body and about health. But none of this should be considered advice, specifically medical advice. Any and all health decisions should be done with your personal physician. How preparing for your funeral can help you as a mom. This is like the most weird title I could ever come up with, but it's honestly one of those things that I felt like I've had to talk about since I changed the name of the podcast, and it's so crazy. I I just, I kind of wanted to have an exercise that you could go through that would help you set strong values of your family before they get here, before you've created this beautiful, unique, amazing set of people, and you build the bonds that you want. I want you to think about what values you have as a mom, as a person. And as the leader of your family, because you are the manager of your family. So there is going to be things that throw you off course. There's going to be trials and and things that are going to make your life absolute chaos, whether that be from an emotional standpoint, a relationship standpoint, or financially, there's going to be crazy bumps and bruises along the way. And I want you to have an idea at at the outset of why you are doing what you're doing. I first came across this exercise when I did a wellness course. I was in my second trimester, or I was going into my second trimester, and I was starting the quarter, and I needed a bunch of electives to graduate. Really complicated story, but my own transfer credits didn't work out, and so I ended up, it's long. Anyway, I chose to do this philosophy of wellness, and 
course, which if you know anything about higher education, if it says philosophy, it's going to be some really weird, uh, hard to grasp, no win scenario. Kind of what it is, kind of like ethics. Like, you know, the ideal here would be to never be in this situation. Can I just say, like, I'm out? Anyway. But when we were in that class, I learned about this exercise called the funeral exercise. And I was like, who in the world would want to do this? Like, why would you even consider that? I don't want to think about it. But I went through it, and it was so amazing, so powerful. I had a strong response afterwards. And during this time, I was in chaos. I was struggling with depression, really mad at myself because I was on antidepressants. I was so upset. I was so stressed out because school was piling up. I'm getting closer to graduation. And I I didn't say this to anybody, but one of my biggest fears was graduation because that meant that I was done with education. The only thing I've ever known in my life is being in school. And so I was like, I don't want to do this whole business thing. I don't want to start my own business. I don't want to actually work. I don't want to do it because I haven't done it before. It's, it's foreign. So I had all these things piling up. And my husband's going through school, too. And we're both stressed. We both have a ton on our plate. And I chose to set this up. And what it did was give me a firm foundation that I could actually do this. I could actually get through anything that was thrown my way. And that's what I want for you. I want you to feel like you can get through this really hard time. Because if I'm being honest, like I've said before, postpartum and those first couple weeks before you end up getting, before you end up getting to the baby part, like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It is hard. It is exhausting. It's so incredibly beautiful. And yes, I am very much aware that most of that sentence is based on the fact that I was hormonally influenced. But even then, postpartum was one of my favorite times of my life. It was one of the hardest. I have never been let, like, I have never been that selfless. Never in my life. And never have I ever felt so connected to a human being in my life. So useful and so loved. So loved. As selfish as that sounds. (laughs) But that baby could look into my soul. And his energy felt like butter. And I know all of that sounds crazy. Because you're you're thinking everybody says postpartum is horrifying. And it is. It's hard. There's no lying about that. But I don't want you to get short-sighted by the fact that it is the most beautiful thing you could ever experience. It's so incredible. It's so incredible. And I spent the first two weeks just crying my heart out because of all the emotions. Like, all the emotions. <laughs> too many of them. Way too many of them. And so, yes, I did have baby blues. Yes, I did experience the emotional whirlwind of, of hormone craziness after postpartum. I experienced the hot flashes. I experienced the whole thing. And yet when I look back at it, oh my gosh, I kind of, I, you know, I don't want to go back to it again, but then I, I, I'm ready for another child. So I guess I kind of do. Anyway, this exercise came into my life when I had just gotten diagnosed with gestational diabetes. If you know anything, I was a naturopathic medical student at the time. So, you know, we pride ourselves on 
diet, nutrition, and helping with chronic disease management. And so I felt like it was a moral failure, a huge moral failure to be diagnosed with gestational diabetes. Is that true? Absolutely not. It's a hormone thing. Like, that's literally it. Hormones and genes. And so when I went to the hospital, uh, when I got admitted to the hospital during my third trimester for complications, the nurse literally said this thing to me, and I loved it. She was like, guess what? You just created the best placenta. Your body just created the best placenta ever. And your body just can't handle how good it is. And that's why you have gestational diabetes. Not because you're failing. It's because your body is so good at making a baby that it forgot about itself. And I was like, that's a good way to put it. I like this positive spin. I'm going to keep it. But anyway, this exercise is something that gave me hope that I needed. It gave me the thing that I needed. I talked about in a previous episode how uh, my counselor at the time really did not help me. I don't need to cuddle with soft animals as a way of coping as an adult. Um, but that was that was the thing. So <laughs> what the exercise is, is I want you to imagine your funeral. What do you want people to say about you when you're at your funeral? What do you want people to say about you? When you die, what is your legacy? And this seems so incredibly simple, so heart-wrenching, because, you know, you won't be there. But it is an amazing thing to do. So I really want you to definitely journal about this. The next questions I want you to ask is, what do you really, 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 really want deep down? What matters to you in the big picture? As a mom, as a wife, as a as a human being, as a female, as a whatever it is, what do you want to stand for as a mom, as a female, as a wife? <laughs> and I'm going to keep going. You know, what do you want to do with a very brief time on this planet? There is nothing like childhood, watching how fast childhood goes by, watching your children grow, that will show you how quick life goes by. So, I would highly encourage you to spend 10, 20 minutes journaling on this idea, figuring out where you stand. And I would even do this as a daily practice for a couple of days just because that's how it solidified in my mind of like, okay, this is your now. You might be stuck in this idea of, oh my God, I have to not eat sugar. I can't have my pregnancy cravings. Um, this is horrible. All the things that I was thinking when I was pregnant, like, I'm in so much pain, I am keep getting bigger and bigger, and how in the world is there going to be more room here, and I don't understand, and my ribs hurt, and my back hurts, and my feet are swollen, and all the things that you're thinking about that are awful right now. And you can think those things, and you can be frustrated by those things, and you can hate those things, but what do you want for the future of your child? What do you want them to know about you if you die during your child's early life, which I, dear God, hope that never happens. But if you were, how would you want them to remember you? And then the last thing is remember to have grace in yourself. This exercise is not to evoke shame. It's not to invoke any sort of uh, you should have or would have or, oh my God, I'm not doing the right thing. It's for you to have an inspiration for the life you want to create for your children. And the last thing I'll say is that I struggled with 
depression at this time. And I saw this Facebook post that really helped me. And it was, you know, it, it said, and I, I'm paraphrasing what it said, but it was like, you can mess up. You can, you can not be there. You can ignore your kids. You can, um, you know, do all these mistakes. It was like a list of all these mistakes and they'll forgive you. All of these mistakes, you, you, you will still have your child love you at the end of the day. The one thing that they will not forgive you for is leaving. The one thing that they will not forgive you for is for ending your life. And as someone who dealt with depression at this time, that statement was what kept me alive. I can literally give you 100% that's what kept me alive. No, I am not a doctor. If you are dealing with depression, peripartum, postpartum, anxiety, depression, any sort of mental illness, please, 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 please ask for help. Reach out to resources available to you. Come to the Facebook group. I will point you to resources that are necessary to help you get through this time. There are ways you can get better. But I will say this. If you are dealing with any of those emotions, please, please, please do this exercise with the help of a counselor. This exercise is actually from uh, acceptance and commitment therapy, which is a break off of, of uh, traditional cognitive behavior therapy at your counselor's office. And so it is something that is usually done in practice with a, with a, a client. And so I would highly recommend if you deal with any sort of mental health illnesses that you definitely talk to someone about it. Work with someone. Help yourself dig down deep. And like I've said before, finding the right counselor is like dating. You cannot go to one person and feel like you absolutely know it. You know, for instance, like in Ted Lasso, Ted keeps going to the counselor at the football team and he keeps judging her based on the past experience he's had with a counselor. Not everyone's the same. Not everyone's going to jive with you. But you have to be persistent in finding who you need or making who you have work. Hopefully finding exactly who you need. You can get help. You can get better. You have to just ask for help. And I, I think that having this idea of what do you want to be, who do you want to be, is going, as a mom, for your children, is going to help you in those times during postpartum that you feel like you can't keep going. It's going to help you to be more skilled at keeping up, at waking up at the hours you don't want to wake up, at feeding them when it just hurts, at deciding to give them formula when you are desperately trying to breastfeed them. It's going to help you make those tough decisions that you don't want to make. And it's really important that you set apart time before they get here or during, if you're me, if I'm, I'm meeting you during your postpartum period, it's impressive that you're having time to listen to a podcast. I know I listened to like tons of podcasts because it was like something to do while I sat and trapped my naps. But I think that having this idea who am I going to stand for? What is my child going to remember me by? What will be in my eulogy? What will people say? How many people are going to be there? 
how long do you think it'll last if they'll remember me? Those are questions that are super important for you to answer when in the right mindset, when you are not suffering from any sort of serious mental illness, when you're not in a depressive state, for sure. Those questions are amazing to get you in the right mindset of, hey, you have control over your life. You have control over what you want in life. You don't have control of how people perceive you, but you have control over the brand, per se, that you want people to see. And so how are you going to live it? What are you going to do? Let me know in the Facebook group. Go ahead and find the New Mom Doc Facebook group. It's really intimate, really tiny. Not a lot of people there. It's just right now grand old me. But I really want to talk to you and chat with you and figure out how best I can help you moving forward and and provide any resources that you need. So leave a, a post. I will come and read it, answer as quickly as I can. You know, I can't promise that forever the Facebook group will have personalized responses for me, but guessing that for the foreseeable future, it will. So I really... Thank you for joining me on this incredible journey through the New Mom Doc Podcast. Remember, you're not alone on this wild adventure called motherhood. I hope that you enjoy this episode that brought practical, valuable insights and a sense of community. As we wrap up, remember to prioritize your self-care, lean on your support system, and embrace the beautiful messiness of being a mom. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps other new moms discover this podcast. And as always, remember, you're an incredible, loving, and capable mom. Together, we're rewriting the book on motherhood and empowering each other to thrive. 